Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Hi, gang. It's the 5th of December, 2023, 20 days until Christmas. Holy smokes. Poll question today at Smirconish.com and as contained in the daily newsletter. Do advances in weaponry of war make us more or less safe? This one's going to require some explanation. By the way, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please consider following this podcast. So I had book club last night. Book club is a group of guys we've been getting together, gosh, more than 20 years in slightly different incarnations, same group over all 20 plus years. We read, we've traveled in support of things that we have read. We eat, we drink. Last night, there were seven of us. When you're the host, you pick the book and you pick up the tab for dinner. It all seems to even out in the end. The book that we read, Conflict, The Evolution of Warfare from 1945 to Ukraine, authored by two individuals, David Petraeus, General David Petraeus, and British historian Andrew Roberts from Amazon, this uh, one-paragraph summary. Two leading authorities, an acclaimed historian and the outstanding battlefield commander and strategist of our time, collaborate on a landmark examination of war since 1945. Conflict is both a sweeping history of the evolution of warfare up to Putin's invasion of the Ukraine and a penetrating analysis of what we must learn from the past and anticipate in the future in order to navigate an increasingly perilous world. They they don't look in this book at all conflict since World War II, and yet there's so much of it which was one of the observations that I made when it was my turn to speak. Proportionately, we live in such safe times. You know, go follow the work, read the work of of Steven Pinker from Harvard, and you'll understand that. Uh, Meaning, relatively, everything's relative, but every relatively few people die from war. But man, there is so much of it. The conflicts that Petraeus and Roberts examine in this book, the Arab-Israeli wars, the Korean and Vietnam wars, the two Gulf wars, the Balkan wars in the former Yugoslavia, and both the Soviet and coalition wars in Afghanistan, as well as guerrilla conflicts in Africa and South and South America. Like, that's a lot, and it's not a comprehensive list. So it's not a political book. It's really not about the politics of war. It's more about strategic leadership and how that leadership, for better or for worse, impacts, leads to, resolves conflict and war. They, they began to write it because of Putin's invasion of Ukraine, and then, of course, the more recent events in Gaza with Israel and Hamas make it even more timely. But this is the part I wanted to bring to your attention and just focus your thoughts on. The final chapter, uh, the final, this is from the Wall Street Journal. They wrote about the book as well. The final chapter teases out the contours of future conflicts, artificial intelligence, strategic mineral monopolies and hybrid wars where weapons include deep fake disinformation, political manipulation, proxy forces and cyber attacks cap an incisive look at the next phase of warfare. Quote, hybrid warfare particularly appeals to China and Russia since they are much more able to control the information their populaces receive than are their Western adversaries the author's caution, and with the line between limited and total wars growing fuzzier every year, the combatant of the next war might be a woman sitting at a drone desk, a computer geek hacking into a power grid, or a robotics designer refining directed energy weapons systems. 
That's what's inspired today's poll question. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. That's what's inspired today's poll question. Petraeus has said that Ukraine is a, a war that is being fought as a cross between the trenches of World War One and the 1980s Ridley Scott movie Blade Runner, which was about synthetic humans in a dystopian future Los Angeles. By the way, do you know when that was? 2019. <laughs> wow. When weapons are sophisticated, when war can be waged remotely with computer consoles, does it become more unlikely as in hey we can game this out we can determine what the destruction and casualties would be and then actually avoid that conflict or is devastation just a touch away and therefore making us more unsafe yesterday the new york times had a huge story on the ai race which brings all of this to point you know the debate within the ai community is whether artificial intelligence will ultimately elevate humanity or destroy it And that's the same kind of question that I'm asking here. Axios yesterday, America's ability to remain the world's most lethal military hinges on two interrelated and vexing mysteries. Can soon-to-retire four-star generals truly foresee the awesome power of artificial intelligence in time to break generation-old habits and shift warfare theories? And if they do, can they convince the brightest coding minds to chuck lucrative gigs at Google to build AI-powered systems for America faster or better than their rivals in China. Is all this going to make us more safe or less safe? Go vote at Smirconish.com. Follow the podcast while you're there and leave a nice review. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.